Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. TheWhoThatDaily.com That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelicans, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, TheWhoThatDaily.com is your site. TheWhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. Don't forget to do your Christmas shopping at the Pro Shop. Get TSC merch for the holidays right now and get 15% off on all items on the Pro Shop by using the product code TSCXMIS21. So get your shop on at the Pro Shop today. Peace. Thank you for making Saints Central your black and gold home for the New Orleans Saints. Saint Think Tank live and direct. Big ups to the great Saint Think Tank. I appreciate all the family members for joining us in this episode of the uh, Sports Coma. And like I've been saying for some time now, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys, where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports family. I'm Big Q. I'm in the building. Much love to the great Saint Tank Tank. Appreciate the Black and Gold Nation for being in the live stream. Much love to you guys. As uh, Brian Flores, man, give the Miami Dolphins credit, man. I got to give Ryan, the, the Dolphins. Is that the end of the fourth? That's the end of the game, man. I got to give. And the, and the Saints go out without scoring an offensive touchdown. And that's the second straight game there. I got to give. Listen, and that's the end of the game, fam. Saints lose 23. I got to give credit to the Miami Dolphins. I really do. I got to give credit to the Dolphins. The Dolphins are a team that lost, what, six or seven games in a row? 
Then they turn around and won seven in a row to get above 500 for the first, you know, that's for the first time since week one, when they beat the Patriots and they stuck in there, despite all that and did all that, man, I got to give them people their credit, man. That take heart that take courage and guts to do that, you know, and I got to give them credit, man. The Miami dolphins, man, they congratulations dolphins, man, for that's not a tough thing to do to fight all the way from a a six or seven game losing streak above 500. That's tough. So that's congratulations to the Dolphins side. But as far as our Saints goes, my goodness, that's two straight games now that the Saints have not produced an offensive touchdown. That is really sad, to say the least. Let's get into the final statistics here, fam. 20 to 3, the Saints go down. Uh, in the loss, this wasn't even funny, man, how they went down in this one. Offense, no help. Eight sacks on the quarterback today. The Saints were a funky, rotten one of 15 on, on converting. They were 0 for 12 on third down and 1 for 3 on fourth down. That is outright disgusting and outright awful. Pathetic, pathetic, pathetic. But at the end of the day, I don't expect the Saints to score 50 points. 14 points would have been nice, per se. But we couldn't even get that. That's two straight weeks. The black and gold has lit, went without even getting a offensive touchdown. 20 to 3, the Dolphins take care of business. And despite the fact that the Saints defense family held the Saints, the, the Saints defense held the Miami Dolphins to one touchdown today. Just one. I know the score looks deceiving for people that might have not seen the whole game, but the Saints defense held them to one touchdown. One touchdown. The rest were field goals, and the other seven came from the Saints offense with a pick six. So the Saints defense still played at a high level today, despite the fact that they were missing Demario Davis, Quan Alexander, and several other impactful players, reserves and starters. The Saints still held the Dolphins to just one touchdown. The rest was field goals. And, of course, the pick six by the Saints offense. If only we had an offense. If you ask the, this Christmas for the gift for the Saints to have an offense, two straight weeks, the Saints have not been able to put an offensive touchdown up in the game. That is really not good. But let's get into the final statistics on this one. You can see the first down, Dolphins 16-10. to 10. They win the matchup there. As you can see, the horrible 0-12 on third down. That's simply distasteful. The Dolphins, however, were 5 of 15, and the Saints were 1 of 3 on fourth downs. You add them together, that's 1 out of 15 on converting on third and fourth combined. That's terrible. 59 to 51 in total plays, total yards. The Dolphins, 259. The Saints, a dismal 164. Saints had more drives than the Dolphins. You wouldn't have been able to tell that. And the Dolphins averaged 4.4 yards per play. Saints, 3.2. Passing game, 173 versus 81 yards in the game, and the turnovers would kill the hell out of the Saints. And that, besides the fact that they were, you know, the the backups were not prepared to play, obviously. Offensive-wise, line-wise, they weren't prepared to play, man. And I've said this before in the previous reincarnations of the Saints season, even when the Saints were had many of their players and personnel throughout the season, the Saints have stunk in the dome. They they dis they disrespect the Superdome uh, when they play there. They've won one game 
in the dome all year long, and that was against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The rest of the games, they were ab- absolutely abysmal. So this, the, the, it continues. Even though you had the C-19 jerking your team down, tearing them up, and then injuries to overcome, it's at a point you ask, how much more can I take? But everybody has a line of where, you know, it, you, you deal with so much, but everybody has a breaking point. Look, it appears, uh, have the Saints reached that breaking point yet with the C-19 and injuries? It appears like they have, family, to be honest with you. The Saints appear to have recent of reached a breaking point in what they are able to do, you know, and this is real. All right, and let's continue here as we go down here. You look at the attempts to say uh, the uh, Dolphins thirty attempts running the ball today uh, versus the Saints twenty three. They averaged almost three yards a run uh, to keep their offense going. They were one of three in the red zone. Saints were zero for one, and the penalties reversed. Even though the Dolphins were doing eight things, seven penalties sixty five. The all of a sudden the referees reversed the game on the Saints and went seven penalties for sixty two yards. Saints two turnovers in a matchup, one of which was a pick six that really hurt them. And even if the pick six had not existed uh, and you took the pick six away, they still would have lost 13 to six. I mean, 13 to three. The Saints could not score. Even if you was to take the pick six away and said the pick six doesn't exist, the Saints still would have lost the game a 13 to three because they simply could not score offensive touchdowns, which is really sad, you know, to be honest with you to see that we're struggling with that. Uh, 33 minutes and 56 seconds was the time possession for the Miami Dolphins versus 26-04. Saints did absolutely nothing with 26 minutes of the football, but turned the ball over twice and were totally distasteful, offensively speaking. Rookie quarterback did not have a, did not have a chance in the game. He really didn't. Uh, Brother Prime said, I was at the game. This book needs too close. He sucks. This was a funeral. He looks like Carl Smith's offense. Oh no, we suck again. And I didn't just talk about Ian Book. He was when you get sacked eight times, and I don't know what the pressures was, but I know it was high. They blitzed him often and a lot, and we knew this was going to happen because we talked about it. The Miami Dolphins. That's how. That's been a part of the winning streak for the Miami Dolphins. Defensively speaking, they had turned up the blitz to a level that was utterly ridiculous, and they literally pounded this team in the ground uh, in the quarterback. And usually when you got a rookie quarterback, you blitz the hell out of him. And that's what it is. He threw two interceptions, one of which was a pick six, but the pick six was deflected by a Miami dolphin defender jumped up and hit the ball and the ball then redirected to a safety that picked it off and went back. If you go look at the film, the other plays of uh, eight sacks given up by the Saints offensive line, at least three of those sacks was by Cesar Ruiz the pathetic supposed to be center now guard player the Saints put there absolutely distasteful he is uh not very good at playing the guard position and the Saints need to consider moving him back out of somewhere to get him out of there so i just think a lot of the stuff that we have seen that that happened with the Saints today uh was absolutely uh another another pathetic um a showing it was another pathetic and garbage time performance by the Saints offense who just can't seem to help out the special teams or defense. So let's go over the individual statistics here, fam, and we'll finish up the uh, watch party. Ian Book, 12 of 20 for 135, two ugly interceptions. Uh, On a day he was sacked eight times, so two interceptions, eight sacks of 40, 
point six. That's one of one of the more horrible performances of a rookie quarterback that you can think in recent memory. Pathetic. Elvin Kamara, 13 carries for 52 yards uh, in the matchup. Ingram, four for 17, was not utilized as much as a running as you would like to have seen in the matchup. In LeJordan Humphrey, three catches for 70 yards. You've seen Callaway, four for 46. None of them got any touchdowns there. And you're seeing uh, Ethan Wolf, two catches in the matchup. You're seeing uh, Kamara with two. Kenny Steele's had one. And like I said, LeJordan Humphrey had uh, three catches, and he had the longest one which was a 56-yarder, if he had some speed, it probably would have been a touchdown. You look at the Saints defenders, double-digit uh, tackles by Pete Werner in the day, game. He finished with 10. Uh, Zach Bowen had eight, seven from Chauncey Gordon-Johnson. Cam Jordan had a really good day, game. Six tackles. He had two more sacks. Shai Tuttle had six. Davenport had uh, five tackles and a sack. Saints got to them three times. But their offensive line, the Miami Dolphins, credit to them, did a better job in the second half of not allowing the Saints to sack the quarterback as the Miami Dolphins gathered a rhythm. And you've seen by Tua's numbers that he was relatively comfortable in the game for the Saints. He was 19 of 26 for 198. Uh, he had some pressure. He was sacked a couple of times, but not enough pressure to get to him. As you can see, his rating was high. And he was comfortable. When you go 19 to 26, a throw for almost 200 yards and a touchdown. And, of course, he forced that pick. But these are comfortable numbers. Uh, from a quarterback that was finding the rhythm in the matchup. They did just enough. The Saints held them under 90 yards rushing today, but they did just enough to keep the offense on schedule. And, of course, their big-time playmaker was Mr. Jalen Waddle, 10 catches for 92 yards, average 9.2 yards per catch, and he had one touchdown and tw- off of 12 targets, which makes good. But, see, if you look at the rest of these numbers here, nobody else had more of an impact than Jalen Waddle. We knew going through that thing that you had to – Lockdown Waddle, but be that as it may, the Saints still only allowed one touchdown from the offense of the Miami Dolphins, and Waddle caught that lone touchdown. Outside of that, if the Saints could produce enough pointage, we'd win. You know, the offense really hurt the Saints in this one because no, a they didn't score any offensive touchdowns, and b the they they gave up seven points or six points or six, might as well say seven when it's all done to the Miami Dolphins off a pick six. So you're harming the entire team. So not only did you give, you spotted Miami seven, but you didn't give any points to neutralize the the disadvantage that you already placed the team in. So very bad. And of course, their top guy was Christian Wilkins. And of course, you can see the Saints, eight sacks on a day from this team, eight freaking sacks that they had on the Saints today. And all kinds of guys has too many of them to get, there even much talk about. But eight sacks for the Miami uh, club, and they picked them off twice in the matchup. So by Needham and Jones in the matchup. So like I said, the Miami Dolphins, congratulations to the Miami Dolphins, man. You know, I just, you know, I like the uh, a gutty, hardy team. And the Miami Dolphins, only last time this team was 500, above 500, was week one when they beat the Patriots. And then they went on a losing streak, and then they fought all the way back. To get above 500, they were 77. They're eight and seven tonight. And congratulations to the Miami Dolphins, who put on a, he- a hell of a performance tonight. And, and and usually when you see something like that, man, you got to give it up to them guys, you know. Because anytime you see a, a bright team doing stuff like that, Flores he out coached Coach Payton today. He really did, even though Coach Payton didn't have all his guys. But Flores did something that we didn't do, which was get the offensive player involved in the game get the offensive star involved in the game. 
We didn't get Kamara, who's our best player involved in the game. Our offensive line was rotten at best. And we simply uh, are pathetic in a dome. I'm sorry to say that way, but that's been the entire uh, mode, the entire season. The Saints stank in a dome. This team can't win any deep. They couldn't win in a dome. And tonight they was fighting against the COVID. They was fighting against all other stuff that was going on, the injuries. And then, of course, like you mentioned, it's at a, it, you watch the team at its breaking point. You try to play football, but you bring in these players and you bring in these players and you would try to bring in players that at least have some idea what you can do. But not only that, but have some fire, so have some fire in their heart, some fire in their soul, some grittiness, not a bunch of milk toast bastards. They get walked over, you know. So, I mean, it's it's really sad to see it at, 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 at where it is. But, you know, watching tonight, you got to look in your head and say, man, I think this team done reached the breaking point with everything that's been going on. And of course, with a loss to date, you're now seven and eight. And you, you, my focus is one game at a time approach. But right now, what could you do? You know, you have to finish out. You got a matchup next week against who is it? The Miami, the Carolina Panthers, who are not that good. And then you close out against the Atlanta Falcons, who are trying to keep up in that thing. So the best the Saints could do is try to do what they can do in the rest of these matchups. And and it's just what it is, one game at a time. So that was that was that was stink. That was real stinking funky today. I ain't gonna even lie to you, fam. That was some of the rottenest football I've seen in a long time. It was pathetic. And a lot of them backups are gutless, and I would release their ass uh t- t- tomorrow. Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience. Just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. I would put a lot of them guys in the streets because if you don't know what you're doing, at least show some heart. And they showed no heart. They showed no intelligence. They showed no guts. And I can deal with people making mistakes. But what I can't deal with is a gutless bastard. And that's what we've seen. I've seen a lot of gutless big bastards in there today. And I, if I was Coach Payton, I would put them in the street. I'm just I'm, Maybe that's why I ain't a GM or a coach. I ain't Coach Q because Coach Q would be putting your ass in the street. I'm telling you. You got to play with some heart. I mean, seriously, if you ain't got no brains, at least play with some heart. If you ain't got no brains and no heart, then what the hell are you doing on this team? You ain't going to be collecting a free check off of me, you know. But anyway, man, it's funny, man, that it is. It's just what it is. The Saints have reached a, a point where they just can't get over. We look at our black goal and say, man, at some point, you know, we, we can just do this. We can do that. But the offense is so pitiful. They can't even score a touchdown. Two straight games, the Saints offense have not scored a touchdown have not scored a touchdown. That goes to show you a lot of stuff has to, you know, it's it's just, I don't know what to say about that. I'm sorry, fam. Yeah. And look what Pam says, uh, true empty wagons make a lot of noise. Yeah, they got nothing in their in head, a lot of them. Yeah, it was awful too. Thank you, Dan, uh, WM. Uh, Junior says, uh, the play calling was awful too. Yeah, it was not, a, not imaginative, was it, a WM? Not imaginative. Like, if you would think, like, with Flores, and he didn't have a great offense, he was doing the same stuff, if you think about it. Remember that, fam? The man wasn't really doing anything spectacular. He's running that old bullshit college offense where your quarterback keep the ball to keeper, and you can either keep it or I keep it. You, you take it. You know, and he wasn't really running anything special. 
most of this is two uh, uh, plays were out of the shotgun, as you notice. He was out of the shotgun, and he would just scheme open uh, Waddle for plays to keep their offense on point and draw up play and hit you with the draw for the run. It's not, his offense was very non-imaginative, but what he did do a good job of that Coach Payton didn't do was scheming his best player on the offense to have opportunities to drive the offense, which we simply we did not do. We didn't need to have Elvin Kamara as a running back all the time. We could have had Elvin lined up as a wide receiver and moved him around the field to create opportunities and mismatches, just like what Flores did. That's one thing you can credit his uh, his prowess for is creating an, a, a play where you could be able to see the field. And we didn't we didn't scheme Kamara open. You know, we didn't have to have Kamara running the ball all the time. He's dynamic. You can use him as a wide receiver, and then you put your your, your full your uh, Mark Ingram back there, and have Ingram and Kamara operating in in the offense at the same time. You didn't have to run one and then the other. No, we just didn't do we just didn't do a great job offensively speaking. And we talk about guts. I could give Coach Payton wasn't dead. Coach Payton was cussing, fussing, pointing, spitting, spewing, and his offensive line. Just, I'm sorry, Coach. I'm just a big dumb bastard. But at the end of the day. The reality is the Saints lose, man, and it's just it's just sad. William says Kamara was was and has been frustrated with the terror. Oh yeah, you know it, bro. With the Taysom Hill situation, and remember I played the Taysom Hill interview last week of what Taysom Hill was saying. Uh, well, you know, is you, 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 the plays go with Kamara can cut in or cut out. Like he was trying to place his in his inaccurate passing on what Kamara was doing. No, you the quarterback, you supposed to put the ball on him. I ain't like that. I ain't like that at all. Uh, ch- uh, Channel 23, uh, 23 says Saints ain't got any margin of error if Panthers go off like they did versus the Cards, then boom, it's over. Yeah, we, uh, you're right, bro. In the margin of error is over. Saints didn't give all that up, man. Dane says, man, y'all was thinking, why aren't they already gone? It's funny, man. What well, Manzer says the uh, offensive line played with no heart. I agree with you, Manzer. I, I agree with you uh, uh, big time. They were then you know what they ain't play with? They ain't play with no hearts and they ain't play with no brains, bro. They have no brains and no guts, no nothing. They was just out there looking pathetic. And I would put, like I said, fam, I would put all, I would put them in the street. And if I was Coach Payton, I'd be having questions about Cesar Ruiz, fam. Cesar Ruiz is 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 not a he's not, he's not a good guard. He's not. He gets beat way too often. Three sacks given up just by my count. If I go back and study the film, I'm pretty sure I can find another sack or play given up by Cesar Ruiz. But at least three sacks that I personally witnessed tonight that Cesar Ruiz gave up on on that quarterback back there. You let your quarterback get hit eight times, eight times by the come on. And, and then after a point, you got to look at it. The guy was running. He he. When you get sacked eight times, he got knocked down numerous times. Uh, when that starts happening, he starts w- running backwards. He starts seeing ghosts. And that's what he was like. He finally found an opportunity. He just threw the ball into a crowd of, of white jerseys. We're like, what What the hell is that? that? man? That man scared as hell, man. He might as well have uh, uh, three angry uh, uh, ravenous raptors from Jurassic Park chasing his ass around on the field after after seeing all that kind of stuff. Really pathetic. But anyway, family, let's let's go ahead on. We're gonna jump on over. I'm gonna put Coach Payton up here, and we're gonna play uh, hear Coach Payton starts on the game, and then we're gonna uh, end the screen. So give me a second. We're gonna set up Coach Payton uh, to uh, chime in on his thoughts on the game. Here's Coach Payton. 
Give me just a second. Y'all, y'all, please put one in the chat if you can hear it. Seemed like obvious threat. And now it looks like head coach Sean Payton is going to step to the podium and talk to the media after the 20 All right. loss to the Dolphins. Put one in the chat if y'all can hit that, fam. Hey, Sean, just um, how, how difficult were these circumstances today, just considering all the guys that you're, you're without and, and the, the situation Ian was in? Yeah, look, uh, I think it's it's kind of where we're at. Um, to some degree, a little bit as a league, but uh, it, it seemed like obviously a lot went on in the last week and a half. You know, I thought our defense battled. Um, we did some positive things in the kicking game. Um and it's looking fairness to Ian. Uh, and it's impossible to evaluate his play. Um, hopefully, we can uh, get a little healthier, get some guys back, and uh, be ready to go next week. Sean, did you talk much with the league about whether they were going to consider postponing and what the criteria for that might be? Did, did you hope they would? No, look. Uh, I, I'm not involved in that. Um, that would be Mickey or Dennis or Mrs. B. Um, you know, our job is to really focus and prepare, um, you know, get the players ready to go. Um, you know, that's something that you, you pretty soon your energy gets wasted. And, and um, obviously we didn't do a good enough job tonight. Um, it was frustrating and I'm sure it was frustrating to watch. Joe, when you say it's impossible to evaluate Ian's play, is it just the reference to all the guys you're missing or even just the, the preparation time that it was kind of shrunk? No, I, I don't think preparation. I think he prepared well. I just think that it's one of the challenges sometimes that can take place even in the later part of preseason games where, man, you want to you wanna try to evaluate, especially at the quarterback position, but, you know, just keeping them upright tonight was a challenge. And uh, I'm sure there's some plays that, you know, we'll look at and he'll look at the first interception, um, you know, was a throw he'll want back. But uh, it's it's a, a tough position for him to be in. Sean, as a play caller, would you say you've had a game that was <laughs> – do you remember a game more difficult than this one just to try to find something? Oh, look. Um, yeah. You, you Hopefully you forget those games so you can't recall them. Um, look, our jobs, though, are, are, to, are to give our players a chance, both in the, uh, in the game plan, the, the best chance possible. Um, and, you know, we're not making any excuses. They're – there were a number of things offensively that um, God didn't didn't sit well. Uh, I'm sure with all of us as coaches, and um, but nonetheless, uh, you know this is this is a game we're going to want to you know quickly get behind us, and we have a short week and two important games coming up, both division games uh, that are going to be important relative to the NFC. We think. Well, I, 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 just in fairness, you're not evaluating him, but how, how do you think? Uh, just I said it's hard to evaluate. I, I got it. Yeah. All right. Uh, but how do you think uh, 
you know, he, he mentally handles a game like this today, just knowing that the challenges of it. I he, think, look, he'll, he's, he's competitive and tough and, you know, I, I, he's going to be fine. Um, he'll be frustrated like all of us with some plays. Um, but certainly it's not going to, uh, define his growth or his career or what he does. Um, you know, it, it, it was, you know, kind of one of those perfect storms that, and it's a tough spot to, we're all anxious to see him. And yet, um, it was just a tough spot for him to be in. And, uh, I think he's smart enough to understand that. Say it again. How do you feel like the defense played without DeMar? Look, I thought I thought they competed. I thought they did a good job. I mean, the first seven points was was the turnover. Halftime, the score was low. I thought uh, I thought they did well. They had some short fields. Um, certainly, they played well enough. Uh, for us to be in this game, which we were for you no know, good majority of it, but um, I thought they battled. Sean, is it, has it been harder for you guys at all to, to learn about your team with just so many guys in and out each week? <laughs> I look. I think we understand our team. We had two players today getting fitted for equipment in the in the locker room, in the equipment room that had just arrived. I think we have a good idea of of what this team's capable of doing. Um, you know, hopefully we can get some guys back here this week and uh, and be ready to go for next week's game. Chris, Sean, uh, what's the, the biggest challenge as a coach? Getting a uh, rookie quarterback, quarterback uh, ready with only a few days It's not – look, it's not – him getting ready with a few days notice it's you know being able to have some efficiency running the ball when he's in there being able to protect a little bit longer when he's in there it's so he handled the the work week and the install you know understanding what to do and look there's some tempo issues in and out of the huddle but I, I don't I think it's it's just having enough where he can have some success. And, and, you know, I think that, that's, that was the bigger challenge, I think, for him this week. One more question. All right. Thank you, guys. There go Peyton off to the washing off. He gave him one chance to ask some more questions. And, uh, you can hear Coach Payton's piss, and he should be pissed. This was an awful game, man. <laughs> this is not a good game. It's not a good game at all. But at the end of the day, fam, listen, man, what can I tell you? The Saints dealing with so much nonsense right now, it's not even funny. It's not. The C-19, uh, the, end of t- the, 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 fact, the weird fact that the Saints didn't even convert a third down today. You know, until later on, they had a fourth down conversion. They were one of 15 when you combine both the third and fourth down conversions. One. Won't win games like that. And, of course, the Saints in back-to-back weeks have scored zero offensive touchdowns. Won't win many games like that. Unless you pitch a shutout like the Saints did last week against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And they really held the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I mean, the Miami Dolphins offense to one touchdown today. 
and made them kick a couple of field goals would have been 13 to nothing. And the offense, like I said before, turned over a pick six that became a seven. So 22-3 Saints offense simply can't get off the floor, whether it's Taysom or Trevor or Ian Book. Problems abound. And we think at a quarterback situation, but until you get the offensive line fixed, which is chewed up with injuries, NC-19, it's not going to be a good look. But the true question moving forward is, in this new creepy world of C-19 and Omnicron and all these other weird variants that's just popping out of the thin air, is this the norm? Which means you're going to have to really stockpile as best you can, the best talent you can with this because I've never seen uh, a practice squad. We, you know, the Saints took every player off the practice squad except for three players, left three players on the practice squad. All of the other guys were called up to play because of the C-19 in this weird, wacky world that we're now currently living in. We're going to be intriguing moving forward. Uh, Saints got a lot of questions on the offensive line. You know, of course, at some point we should get Ryan Ramchek back. Might be a little too late in the tooth now. Got Carolina, who's still very, uh, it's a very fighty team. They don't give up too easy. And the Saints simply cannot score touchdowns. So if you're struggling to score touchdowns, you won't beat too many people in this thing. So very, very intriguing. Thank you, Rush House. Says we got those great value players, but none were great at all. Yeah, we got a lot. That's why we call them great value players many times. And and uh, they're only they can only put together. Now you might you'll get some diamonds in the rough. And the Saints have been good at finding diamonds in the rough, like Deontay Harris, J.T. Gray, and so on and so forth. Uh, Tony Jones Jr. We'll find some ball players, but you know, every now and again, we'll get stuck with a few bums. Uh, are guys that don't have any heart or no brains, or if you don't have any heart, any brains, at least have some heart. And if you don't have any heart, have some brains to know what the hell you're doing. But you can't be a big dumbass running around there that don't have either. You know, and that's, that's the problem. As many times the Saints, a lot of their players simply don't know what they're doing. Ruiz was a guy that simply got beat. He didn't know where to look at. I mean, Kelvin Throckmorton's a turnstile. It was pathetic. But how much is too much? And have the Saints reach their tipping point because everybody has that. Everybody got eventually got that line where you reach to and you say, you know what? Ah, I think I'm that's it. I'm going to bed. <laughs> you know, you know, that's that's the thing. Thank you for your super chat, fam. All right, Eric says, who else we got cute? They all cool. Yeah, I, yeah. That's the thing, man. I, I don't know. I mean. The C-19 stuff is whipping the Saints bad, man. 20-plus players and coaches, personnel on the C-19 list. It's a different world. You got to stockpile talent and have a lot of fortune and be prayed up in this game, man. Because at any given time, you can lose guys that can be out. And it's the world we're living in now. And that's why I said if you get there, you never know what could happen if you make it there. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. 
That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. They're not mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. And Coach Payton's mindset is to win and finish up on the up and up. And it'll still be an accomplishment if the Saints can finish out the season with a winning record, uh, despite all of the odds of what happened with the C-19 and all this kind of old stuff. People want them to bow out to the playoffs, I mean, to to get better picks and whatnot. But that don't necessarily uh, grant you that don't grant you a positive outcome on the other side of this thing. It's because you bottomed out and you become the, how many, how often you seen the freaking Detroit lions or some of these other bottom feeder teams still sit there accumulating all these draft picks and they still haven't been able to do anything with these picks, you know? So that's not the all end all be all you, wherever you end up, you're going to get a diamond or rough. That's going to fall to you any kind of way. But it's a part of the game, man. You know, with this, the injuries and not a C-19 stuff added to it, it's a whole nother world. And I think uh, we have to kind of add that or update our thinking about what the world we head into. And then, of course, like I said, I asked that post a question to the great Saint Think Tank and who that nation is. Is this is is the Saints have the Saints reach, reach their breaking point or their tipping point where they can no longer, uh, uh, you know, surmount their uh their their defeats has it gotten too big and me personally i'm always the person that says no no no, i'm gonna fight until the end that's just how i am that's how you win you fight to the end you don't lay down to uh to that kind of thing you gotta fight through it you know and that's what it's about because if it's tough then i get tougher to whip its ass that's how i look at it you know and and We'll see, man. Everybody got their tipping point, and we all not cut from the same cloth. So I, I don't. I will see. I, I don't know, but you lose so many players, the Demario Davises and all those guys, man. It's hard to overcome that. You had two guys, inexperienced linebackers playing in the game today to replace a guy like you can't replace a Demario Davis or a Malcolm Jenkins. But despite that, the Saints' defense still did amazingly well. The offense is just that's another question. What do you do with the Saints offense? What do you do with the Saints offense? Even if Taysom makes it back or Trevor makes it back, is that the answer? In the prior matchup before this one, it was says no, it couldn't move the ball either. What is the answer to the Saints offense? You know, are they doomed to not score another? <laughs> they probably score one touchdown, probably next week against the Carolina Panthers, perhaps even two. But the Saints really struggling offensively speaking, and the weapons uh, uh, people running. You got to have somebody you run the offense through to have success. Saints not channeling it through anybody, despite the fact that Elvin Kamara is there. You know, like I said, the one thing I can give credit to Brian Flores' club today is that he schemed Waddle open. 
He schemed him into mismatches. He schemed him in move arounds and having him having linebackers to guard him to create mismatches. He schemed him open for plays to keep driving the offense for the mind. He schemed that man open. I got to give him credit for that because he knew that was all he had. We did not do the same thing with Elvin Kamara. We did not place Elvin in situations where he was successful. He was running up, up, up against a brick wall with a stack front. That is not imaginative. That's simply uh, offensive football that's below Coach Payton's standard. But in the end, two straight weeks of inactive or a players is ridiculous. So anyway, that's going to do the, the – the, yeah, I know, I know. So that, that'll do for the show, family. I appreciate y'all for joining in on this thing. Much love to the family members. I uh, wish I had better news, but the Saints lose to the Miami Dolphins 23 today. Uh, they are now, they fall to seven and eight, and they are two and five, really one and four. One and one and what? One and four in the dome. One and four in the dome because the other win, the two, they say two and five, but really the other win came in week one against that Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. that was in Jacksonville. So that wasn't in the dome. The Saints stink in the dome. And it's been that way the entire season, and they're now seven and eight. So, with that being said, we'll 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 talk about it on another time, family. So, listen, much love to the fam. But big question is, what's the answer for the offense? I'll leave y'all with that. <laughs> so, so, thank y'all for joining us today, man. I appreciate y'all joining me on the watch party tonight. Feel free, please feel free to hit the like button if you hadn't already hit it. Subscribe if you're not a subscriber. Feel free to share the show link on your social media feed. And check out the Pro Shop, which is our merch short. We have several merch shops, but the Pro Shop link is in the description section. If you go there, we got a holiday sale going on where you get 15% off on all goods in the Pro Shop all the way through January the 1st of 2022. So if you want to help out the platform and get some really cool merch, hit up the Pro Shop, get 15% off with the product code uh tscxmas21 is in the description section below and if you want to help out the platform by becoming a member feel free to join and become a youtube member or join our patreon at patreon.com forward slash pro media network that's patreon.com forward slash pro media network for our patreon tuesday we go and we do over eight shows we got over 80 shows of lot content on patreon and as a youtube member you'll have access to those lot content Tomorrow we'll be on Patreon doing a live show as well. So we'll recap all of this and more on the other side of things. So with that being said, I appreciate y'all for joining the live stream. I really do. You guys be safe out there. Uh, sorry, we, it was in the loss, but at least we had some fun tonight on this Monday night, man. So, But uh, we'll be back uh, again on Tuesday for Patreon. And for those who are not Patreon, the YouTube members, uh, family, we'll be back on Wednesday to re- recap a lot of Saints news and notes, man. So. Tough loss tonight for the black and gold. No offensive touchdowns. We lose again. Seven and eight we are. We got a, and we still got two games left. So with that being said, I'm going to say uh, who that to you guys, and I'll see y'all later. Peace. Yeah. Well, all right. Like you always say. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Number one sports talking deed. We ain't like the Falcons. We won't blow the lead. Look, all we talk is who that? Who got cut and who back? Rookies in the vets. Players you should look at. It's the sports coma. You don't want to miss it. Got the pre-game, party, post-game statistics. Get a visit for Sway. Maybe DC or five. It's the hottest thing smoking. Big Q and the guys. Go to YouTube live.
Make sure you subscribe in the views inside the Saints locker room. High. Talk to Drew, Jordan, Zach, Peyton. New Orleans, who that nation? Best believe when I say we bleed gold and black. Ain't a miracle or robbery could ever hold us back. No, Beastquake, Bounty Gate, let the truth be told. It's the sports coma. All we know is say Super Bowl. Yeah. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. Christmas shopping at the Pro Shop. Get TSC merch for the holidays right now and get 15% off on all items on the Pro Shop by using the product code TSCXMAS21. So get your shop on at the Pro Shop today. Peace. The Who That Daily.com. That's right. The Who That Daily.com. Your one stop shop for everything you all the Saints, you all the Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, Who That Daily.com is your site. The Who That Daily.com for the sport Who That. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.